the fun thing about doing this podcast is when we talk beforehand uh-huh. and cover a lot of things, and then we actually begin the episode and talk about things, and but we never actually connect the dots. So <laughs> certain things, let's just say in theory, uh, maybe you and I were talking about how Kendra and I were doing burpees on the floor. <laughs> well, let's talk about the fact that you... Um... Let me into the Zoom call, but then went back to doing burpees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it always takes you takes you a while to get settled. That's not true at all. That's it's not. A- that's untrue. <laughs> Listen. Sometimes I just forget you have to push that one extra button. Anyways. What you are saying. <laughs> so last just... episode, we talked about how you and Kendra were out of eyeline when you answered the call, and I could hear you guys on the floor, but then you never actually told what you were doing on the floor of your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't realize it until I got into editing, and I was like, well, okay, yeah, <laughs> good times. Uh, we'll just we'll just wait a Kendra. full week. She's listening to the episode later. She's like furiously <laughs> she logging into Twitter, like, trying to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> of course, well, I mean, I didn't. It didn't. I didn't catch it because I already knew what you were doing. So, well, you know, also you were uh, a guest at my lack of wardrobe. Oh last yeah, episode. <laughs> you showed up. After your burpees, you showed up in a tank top, sweating. This horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was very, it was very forward and uncouth. <laughs> so, I mean, is my audio going to be okay this week? Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah, it, because it seems pretty good right now. Uh, it's like Christmas time. I, I, I change all the audio settings. We record the episode. And then I listen to the playback to see, you know, is it going to sound great? Or is it going to sound like I'm gargling inside of a cave? <laughs> well, what you are going to be doing is drinking. So, yeah. I am. Last I, time, last episode, I think two episodes ago, we both had a drink. But yours had ice in it. Yeah, because <laughs> I am a moron. When That's you edited, why. you were like, please don't let me drink with ice again. But here you sit. <laughs> well, you know, it's like I was uh, telling uh, listener Jacob today, about an hour before we got going. Is, Listen, since when are we supposed to be competent on this show? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, bud. You've got the wrong podcast. <laughs> You're expecting us to know what we're doing. I mean, I just show up and make jokes. I think everyone knows that. Sometimes I'm prepared, even. <laughs> you, you are the you are a you're a brand ambassador. <laughs> you're a global brand ambassador of the FSBT multiverse. Wow, I want. to I'm going to put that in my bio. Global. I'm going to change it from podcast person. Global brand ambassador for Fun mm. Sexy Bible Time. That sounds very impressive. All right. So you gave me a rant swap like five minutes ago. And I have, 
I, I've this is the first I've ever heard of it, but I'm, I'm going to try to tackle it now. Okay, just off the top of my head. So please, we're only doing one rant swap, not a whole segment. This is just our opening. A thing. mini. So yes, a mini rant swap. Mm-hmm. If I screw this up, we'll just edit it out and we'll I'll save it for a different episode. But we, <laughs> I won't screw it up. I'm going to nail this. One. You are going to nail it, I think, probably. So explain to me what I'm upset about. Uh, the movie Big. The movie Big, starring Tom Hanks, where he he starts off as a kid and mm-hmm. then gets transformed. Or he the kid turns into Tom Hanks, but he's still a kid on the inside, right, with an adult okay. body. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, the voice, the face. I, I should be okay. offended, but really? I'm not. <laughs> really? Like, we just, we're okay with this? Like, we're supposed to cheer a, a statutory rape in progress in this movie, and we're supposed to be okay with it? You know what? I am sick of the infantilization of sexuality that is presented. And, oh, let me guess, it's the boy's fantasy. And, <laughs> and, and the woman is just totally clueless. I'm sorry, it doesn't occur to you that, 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 this, that this man is a child? <laughs> You nailed it. Half of it. Okay, um, so there's another there's another half of this? Yeah. It's just it's not even without that part, it's boring. The movie it's boring. Is not, the movie okay. is not good. It's not good. I don't understand people's obsession with it. I think it's like a like a it's like a retconned Tom Hanks classic. I think yeah. it's because it's Tom Hanks, people like it more than they normally would. Maybe. And I like Tom Hanks. I'm not like you. Well, yeah. listen, here's the thing about th- this movie. In this movie, he's playing, wait for it, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes. The the child the child and the adult body having sex with the adult woman. Plus, it's boring. It's not that it's not it's not good enough. So like we're kind of like the movie is kind of getting us to root for him to score with this adult woman, but like it's not actually going to go there. But kind of, it, no, they do. They definitely do. Oh, they! I blocked it. That happens. Out. Uh, see, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> well, it's not worth it. Don't waste your time because it's boring. <laughs> uh Okay, so that, the the part I remember though was like it's, it was the the gypsy. Don't let anyone know that I said that word. <laughs> at the uh, at the fair that like there was the enchanted gypsy machine yeah. at the, the fortune teller that yeah that set it into motion. This was the magical catalyst. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they actually had sex. Mm-hmm. I thought they, I thought they didn't for some reason. Maybe I was watching the pure flicks version of it. <laughs> well, that raises... It's called large. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> starring David A. R. White. <laughs> so, ah, uh, ah, uh, like. How does he? He? How did that work? 
Well, I don't think the scene is actually. It doesn't. It's not shown. It's implied. Yeah. It's not one of those, you know. Sex scenes are in movies are always really short, though, like obnoxiously short. Like, Please. There's no way that that was good. <laughs> Please tell us more of what you would like to see from Hollywood sex it's not, scenes. It's not about what I would like to see. It's like it's just it's not ever. It's it's weird. It's they make it like it's so hot. It's like that was not. It was twenty seconds max. So no, I'm sorry. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, some of them do like the montage thing. You kind of, you know, whatever. Listen, I'm I don't watch those kinds of films. <laughs> I'm not sure what. I'm sure you don't because they're not on <laughs> pure flicks movies. <laughs> All right, so a couple of things we didn't actually finish up on (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to make a joke I just made a face it's not going to be funny to anyone except me because I saw your face when you were about to make the joke (laughs) (laughs) so we like to call this this segment sloppy seconds (laughs) (laughs) it's so stupid no, we, <laughs> there's no transition now. Sloppy <laughs> seconds. I yeah, think just, we could make just, that a thing, though. Just take like it. When we just... forget to address every single aspect of something that we're talking about, <laughs> somehow, even though we committed 30 full minutes to it. <laughs> Please, okay. just, just take this segment. I'm going to put myself in time okay. out for a little bit. So, one thing that we wanted to talk about re- Dave Ramsey was uh, how much of a horrible person do you have to be for Matthew Pierce to not even want to like be the slightest bit contrarian and also want to cancel you <laughs> it's it's I mean is there anybody else who has achieved this? Any other public figure that you're like, you know what? I actually agree with everybody about this person. They're horrible. You're always I... like, well, but <laughs> like <laughs> no, even, no. even when people are piling, we're piling on Eric Metaxas. You know, you're like, yeah, he's awful, but. <laughs> There's none of that with Dave Ramsey. None. Everyone's taxes hasn't hurt anybody. Like you can you yeah, can have I mean maybe. That guy didn't he the... punch somebody? <laughs> Listen, I saw that punch. That punch didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, Eric. Um <laughs> No, like I well, first of all, my obnoxiousness is I'm kind of like against everything. Yeah. But I don't I also don't really want to ban anything. <laughs> Which it's it's a beautiful which tension. Like a, the Christian word for that is you live in a tension of these two states. I do. I just I don't like anything, but I also don't want to ban anything. So <laughs> that's I am a delight. But no, like I I kind of want to. The few people that I do want to cancel, I think it's like in a biblical sense of 
uh, like Mark Driscoll mm-hmm. or John Christ or Dave Ramsey. It's I just feel like those are the people who are on my side. Have of... in common. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> To sum it up, men are canceled. <laughs> I just, you know, we're on track for 2027 episode, you know, 412. Casey will realize that I am, in fact, a man. <laughs> right. Now, I okay. feel like those people are the, the ones on my side of the street. and. Mm-hmm. Not even like in a political or an ideological sense, like inside the church. And the, right. We do have sort of a biblical mandate to, I don't like the word judge, but, you know, hold people accountable, you know? Right. And I don't know, I feel like the time has come for Dave. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think that, I mean, it's kind of like how John Chris, he's like, he's not a pastor. So you can't really. You, you can't use those same things to be like, oh, well, he's not a pastor. So like how with so with Dave, it's like, oh, he's not a pastor. So he can probably get away with more without really any repercussions to his business and way of life. Or as like Mark Driscoll lost his church, right? Yeah. So he yeah he walked out and started a new church right and left left the wreckage for everybody else to right. deal with right he blew it up and yeah so anyways i just you know it's i don't know i'm probably the furthest away from like you said the the cancel culture i just mm-hmm. like for, as from a christian i don't think it's biblical necessarily mm-hmm. of you know, anytime somebody has a bad thought, we, you know, I just, I, that's like not a biblical response. I think there's a biblical way to do it. Um, and I just really feel like this is, that bell is tolling because right. people are actively getting hurt mm-hmm. inside the Ramsey empire. And I think that's kind of what stirred up the dad rage inside of me of like, hey, like, stop hurting people. Like that's, right. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a clear tenet of, you know. Just really any political ideologies. They just don't hurt people. Right, right. Um, yeah, and just, speaking of the biblical uh, side of things, that was your other point that we didn't talk about, was that um, Bob, I don't know how to say his last name. I was really hoping you would, because I called him Smitana. Smitana. It might be Smitana. It might be Smitana. Bob. Bob S. Bob S. <laughs> Uh, he, you were saying that like that he did it the right way. Like he went to him first, like giving him a chance to like give his side. Right. Which is totally ironic because that's like the biblical process of when you have an issue with the fellow believer is you go to them privately and Mm -hmm. try to give them a chance to, to make atonement for it. Right. Which I just kind of, you know, if you think about that, it kind of rattles you a little bit because when, you know, the, the offending party 
in these kinds of things will try to claim scripture and claim the the spiritual high ground. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't you don't have any because this person did it the biblical way. This is not persecution. This is not a hit piece. Mm-hmm. This person literally did the thing the Bible said to do, which right. is come to you in private and give you a chance to respond. And you went batshit insane on them. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> and so now, like you can kind of skip the intermediary step of take somebody with you because they're mm-hmm. you know when they're openly threatening you and trying to dox you in front of mm-hmm. the, the community of believers uh, now it's the public phase of, right you know just turn them out to the public and say hey this is what's going on and we don't like it hmm. great points sloppy seconds sloppy seconds <laughs> Join us next week for Thirsty Thirds. I don't know. No. That's not happening. Yeah. Okay. Did we touch on everything? Maybe. (laughs) Probably not. That's what she said. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think with with the Ramsey thing, that's... That's, that's about all we wanted to say. It's a shame. I'm just ready for people to... I just... You really want someone to be able to, like, have that much money and influence and be good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking like theologically good. None of us are good. Anything, but just like be decent, treat people I, well. Don't be a dick. Like, yeah, not not I, just the people that agree with you. Treat everyone well. Great. Be gracious. Be teachable. Like, listen to people when they're like, "Hey, um, have you considered?" Uh, like the systemic factors that contribute to poverty and poorness and like be willing to listen to people because probably you grew up even if you grew up poor if you grew up white you were still given more opportunities than other people and he just he isn't any of those things he isn't teachable he isn't kind and just (laughs) Like, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, eh, all, like, rich people, but people like Dave really kind of make it difficult. Yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's interesting what happens to people sometimes when they have their own poverty. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people, it makes them a lot more empathetic towards the, the state of poverty, but sometimes people... It's like they just get so angry that they had to go through it. They just don't have any empathy for anybody else mm. in it. And I, I feel that with him, too. Like, sometimes you see old people that live through the Depression, and, like, they just don't have any patience for people who struggle. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, that's kind of his deal, too, I, I think. Or at least that's how he comes off sometimes. Of, yeah. Uh, you know, well, I lost everything, and, you know, I, I rebuilt myself. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently part of his narrative. He, he did lose everything. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what that means. I, I just, I don't know if it means you you have a certain amount of empathy and, you know, hardship just for, you know, 
just shows it, mm-hmm. reveals it. I don't, I don't know. I don't have I don't have the answers. What? You don't? <laughs> <laughs> the wrong podcast. <laughs> All right. But you know what? You know what I do have. Some tweets. <laughs> I, do have, I do have some tweets. <sighs> Christian tweets. I feel like we just did this. Christian Twitter has been horny for tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a I'm struggle. I'm also going to put that in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> horny for tweeting. <laughs> I, have a, I have an incredible amount of people muted and blocked right now, which is not as I just got through bragging about how I don't like to cancel anybody. Because <laughs> you can see that I'm not the same. actually totally full of crap. I, I am uh, totally supportive of you making your social media experience enjoyable for you. We can yeah. talk about that on another episode. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I've had to wade through some of the uh, the more partisan <laughs> rancor <laughs> lately. Oh, or is that so eloquent? As I so eloquently put it in one of the last episodes, jacking off. <laughs> oh. Okay. Right. Ladies first. Ladies you, uh, you get, first. You get, you get to pick. Oh, I know like what I'm picking. About. Oh, please do. Oh, gosh, it's so big. That's what she said. <laughs> it's 140%. Okay. Judas Smith. You just sent this to me yesterday or the day before. First of all, Judah, you gotta unclick that caps lock. It's too much. Let's, let's talk feed. about this. What? What's wrong with him? What? What's going on, with Judah? I have a theory, but I want you to go first. Uh, I don't know. It's it's he's doing a brand thing, right? He is okay. Uh, he's part of a very specific brand of hype priests <laughs> whose ranks are thinning. Okay, okay. And I feel like he is amplifying his brand to make up for the fact that Carl Lentz is out of commission. Okay. Uh, you know, Chad Veach, we're looking at you, seeing what you're up, what you're about to do. <laughs> um, I feel like he's just oh, like it's a symbiotic relationship and. Lentz is gone, so now he's having to raise it up. <laughs> and maybe he's cracking under the pressure. Maybe you know, maybe it's just too much responsibility being the, the lead hype priest <laughs> in, in, for Generation Hillsong. <sighs> it, yeah, I I would know. I <laughs> I don't have the answer. <laughs> You're not the target audience for the hype priests. I am not actually. Okay. So Judah Smith caps locks everything is everything is capital every single tweet. Here we go. Wherever <laughs> Okay, here we go. Wherever you're are right now, God is with you. <laughs> Wherever you're are. I was gonna tell him in a quote tweet that if you turn cap slack off then your uh spell check works <laughs> oh nice but he didn't actually spell anything wrong so oh. he just <laughs> i had two quote tweets ready to go for this one 
Okay. Uh, I didn't pull a trigger on either of them. Uh, the first quote tweet was, <laughs> when you get dumped in the youth group <laughs> and you subtweeting your ex. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. I may do that one, but also um, to make sure kids don't go home and masturbate <laughs> wherever you're off. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know it's true. You know they play that card. Oh yeah. Just remember, Jesus is always next to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, in my teenage years, that was good. At least somebody was close to me. <laughs> just, just me and my jars of clay CD <laughs> and stacks of horrible poetry. Okay, but don't forget the music and the think pieces and the what else was there? Uh, comic books. Yeah, the comic books. The um. The fiction, the the horror series. Yep. And marry a girl in sight. <laughs> okay. Your turn. My turn. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I love this one so much. I'm just going to take Ike Miller. Okay. <laughs> you can't tell me that he was not trying on this one. He got got a little taste of the glory last year when he oh, no, when he made it to the final round. Some people are just pure. They just you don't fool me, Ike. You're not pure. <laughs> you you want to get back to the finals. You want another crack at at, at Queen Beth. <laughs> Because he, he took a little victory lap. Let's not kid ourselves. Took a little victory lap in, in, in the Menchies after this tweet went up. I can't believe you just said Menchies. Okay. Oh, I said it. I said it. I apologize for nothing. Okay. Ike Miller, the hard thing in front of us can produce good fruit inside of us. Yeah, Ike is called Conception. <laughs> the hard thing in front of us can produce good fruit inside of us. Come on, dude. Oh, Listen. Ike. Did he keep you... it up? Because somebody was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about recording on video is people can't see your face when you make that face. They don't. Because think... just... somebody tagged you and <laughs> somebody tagged you and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, but did he keep the tweet up? He absolutely did, and then took a little victory lap in, okay. the, in the mentions. Okay, about. okay, all right. Come on, I, listen. It's going to stay in the contest. It's not like I'm. It's, it's not like we have some high standards here. <laughs> I'm just saying, just own it, bud. Just own it. <laughs> oh, I mean, my. listen. I feel like it's a contender. That's, that's it's a, just, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. It is the it is definitely ch- checks all of our boxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with uh, John Mark McMillan. 
I just also clicked it because I saw the word wetness, so I, I haven't actually <laughs> read this. <laughs> okay. Sean Mark McMillan. Also, he's replying to a thread. We don't care. We don't we don't care the context of your tweets. <laughs> also, it's an honor to be thought of anytime something is sloppy and wet or not sloppy and wet. I'm like the ghost of Tom Joad of wetness or not wetness. Much love, friends. <laughs> well, John Mark McMillan, you know, wrote the line, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss, which is just too, too much for people. So, so they, you know, people have adjusted the lyrics uh we'll we'll call back to last year uh hey john does this count as powerful thoughts (laughs) i mean he's thinking powerful thoughts folks there's a lot of a lot of the word wet in that (laughs) four times in two different forms I mean, even John Piper was like, hey, bud, let's ease up on the <laughs> repeating down. of the words. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I love the <laughs> much love, friends. <laughs> uh, you know, I like the... Uh, I'm all about the brevity thing, man. So I'm going to take Cameron Strang. Uh, okay. Which, if we're, yeah, Cameron Strang. Oh, wow. Okay. Who, on January 6th, simply tweeted out the word, irregardless. <laughs> Why did we cancel Cameron Strang? <laughs> I can't remember. He got into like a little slap fight with uh, Andre Henry about uh, how many articles relevant was going to do about Black History Month or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perhaps not worthy of canceling a man. I don't know. I don't know. I think other stuff came out too, though. You know who would know? Richard Clark. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> call in. Set us straight. Remind us. <laughs> Well, can we say? That's <laughs> just a truly horrible DM joke, and it was like a just a deep callback that only like four people would understand. But my my whole reaction to the Cameron Strain getting canceled was maybe his dad could just give him a different magazine to start. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Roll tight. <laughs> Shout out Stephen Strain. Wow. Is it my turn? Yes. It's your turn, yes. I'm not doing the balls one, so... Oh! No, I'm not doing it. Oh, who do we have? I'll just go with Scott Sauls. <laughs> Which is so much better. Why did he tweet this? As the saying goes, a good friend will always stab you in the front. But the stab, when done in the way of Jesus, is done as with a scalpel aimed at healing, not as with a sword aimed at 
injuring. Hmm. <laughs> We're speechless. I mean, it's a fine tweet. What about this one made you want to add it? The stabbing in the front? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this one wasn't even me. This, somebody sent this to us. Okay. And it may shock you to, to realize. I have no idea who sent this to us. We're just going to give Jacob credit for every single yeah, tweet from here on out. <laughs> Jacob sent this one to us. <laughs> or Zach. We seem to have a plethora of, of, of Zach listeners. We just say Zach. <laughs> Uh, all right so you know a good friend will always stab you in the front i've actually never heard that saying have you no i've not i mean like i know the bible verse about like wounds from a friend can be trusted or something like that i know the bible verse (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like you're on top of it (laughs) but i've never heard the Good friend will always stab you in the front. I think that it should say only stab you in the front. Not like always, like your friends are always going to stab you in the front. I need to stop saying stab you in the front. I'm just just letting you go. (laughs) Seeing how many times you say it. Okay, okay, I'm done. (laughs) Even John Piper is saying, hey, stop repeating that phrase. Okay. Fine. Well, I guess I could. I guess I could. Yeah. I guess I could leave the ball tweet for you. And just yeah, you force could. you to. I, I won't do it though. I'll the. Uh, I'll. I'll <laughs> grab. The, <laughs> grab the balls. Jennifer sent us this one. I remember that. Hey, look at you on top of things. <laughs> uh, okay, Holly Stall Cup. Uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> No context. It's not in a thread. This is just a no context tweet. They didn't get their balls. <laughs> but they got their fireworks. That makes me really happy. <laughs> well, you know, I'm <laughs> It's I'm just good. saying to the pure all things are pure. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to write a tweet with the word balls in it. Unless I'm talking about balls. You know? They didn't get their balls. This is about they the got their inauguration balls. Sure. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I like that Jennifer saw this tweet and the distance from A to B was pretty short and (laughs) sent it to Matthew and Casey. (laughs) It says the word balls. Send it to Matthew and Casey. (laughs) Okay. Is this our last one? It is and it's a it's 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 something. I should have done the balls tweet. Okay. <laughs> there's our there's our closing bumper clip. All right. Uh, uh.
Okay. I'm going to take a big breath. All right. Our inward groanings in relation to our own experience of the now and not yetness of full image bearing is the same for all of us in Christ. Yet the particularities of our uniqueness determine how those groanings are expressed in relation to our own shortcomings. <sighs> what? I mean, it, it was on the tip of everyone's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark just said it. Okay. I'm going to translate this tweet for everyone. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Who wants to know what it means. We all... <laughs> I'm like... Our inward groanings in relation to our own experience of the now and not yetness of full image bearing is the same for all of us in Christ. Okay. So we have something in common. What is that? May, may I cut in yeah, on this one? Please, mansplain it. If if ever... I, oh, how about I matt-splain it? <laughs> if Who's ever Matt? there was a tweet... I don't know, I don't know Matt. <laughs> Excuse me, his name is Matthew. Okay. Uh, I think if ever there was a tweet that, that just begged for a Matthew McConaughey reading, this one would be Oh, it. yeah, do it. Here we go. Can I take this one? Yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm going to break it down for you. Our inward groanings in relation to our own experience of the now and oh, wait. Are you real? Oh my. This is, oh man. I just blew my own mind. Of the now and not yetness of the whoo, full image bearing is the same for all of us in Christ. Yet the particularities of our uniqueness determine how those groanings. <laughs> are expressed in oh here we go in relation to our own shortcomings <laughs> could it be any clearer for you it's clear as mud <laughs> That was beautiful. The hand motions, especially. Yes, which everyone can it was see. A full, it was a full <laughs> sermon. How much would it suck to have? Well, it'd be entertaining, but he'd be. His Matthew McConaughey's sermons would be an hour and a half. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine a Matthew McConaughey sermon? It'd be like. And it'd be that for an hour and a half. <laughs> Blowing his own mind every other <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it's like, I just thought of this. <laughs> the thing about the Bible is, do you read it or oh, does it read you? Like he's the first oh. person that's ever said that. <laughs> They'd just be ripping off like uh, 
be ripping off Mother Teresa lines of like, you know, when I pray, God listens, but I also listen. <laughs> That's how that works. No, it's it's a mystery. I'm still trying to figure out what this tweet means. Uh, good luck. <laughs> It's like we have something in common, but also we express that differently. I don't know. <laughs> Can we talk about his name? Sure. Uh, Mark Cerona, like, is what is this? Is this like a? <laughs> I mostly don't like to make fun of people's names because they didn't choose them. <laughs> Oh, listen, <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know. I just see Mark Chirona. <laughs> okay. Mark Chirona. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That's it. That's all we have, I think. Yes. Okay. Speaking of writing... <laughs> okay so we're we've got a little bit of time left in the episode yes all right so you sent me a chapter from your book uh to look at nine days ago and i just opened the email (laughs) i'm a i'm a i'm a good emailer (laughs) Slash friend. So anyways, we thought I could read it. Am I reading it the whole thing out loud? And I mean, giving can... you my feedback? <laughs> yeah, I was pretty sure. I mean, it's a, it's a draft. Okay. So, so uh, you, your book, in case people are not sure, is called Evangelical Thought Leader. And it is uh, your... It's, it's your tone of your tweets and stuff that's like, you know... So various chapters include what? Uh, sexuality, uh, women. Women. Marriage. Uh, end times. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the obviously the most important chapter is your brand. Yes. It's a, it's a, if you've ever read the blog, it's, it's very similar to the blog. It's just a, a buffoonish character who's obsessed with his brand. Yes. And he's telling everyone else how to how to move and live in these cuts. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So since I since I sent this to you, I've moved on to working on other chapters. I have no recollection of what this is. So This is wokeness. Wokeness, okay. Um okay. I already see Onan's name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. A mistake a lot of rookie thought leaders make is getting offended but not doing anything about it. How sad. (laughs) It's like when Paul had to stop running races because people kept cutting him. Doesn't even... I just... Okay. Put another way, if you get offended but don't do anything about it, you are like the seed that didn't make it into the soil... Because Onan spilled it on the floor. It didn't grow and God killed him because he was a lazy farmer. 
It's, it's beautiful. I mean, that's exactly what happened in that story. You can't just squeeze out your seed on the ground. You have to really stick it in there. In the ground? <laughs> I mean, you know. Okay, then what are you supposed to do with your outrage? Well, for starters, tell someone. It's as simple as that. I'm always telling people that I'm upset by various things. It's the least I can do short of actually doing something. And if you want to get theological about it, this basically makes me a prophet. <laughs> In the tradition of the great prophets of the Bible, whose names are <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> so we have, number one, tell someone you are offended. <laughs> do you have anything about tweeting? In this chapter? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll find out together. <laughs> okay. And that's basically it. It's just that one thing. After you tell people that you're offended, probably some other people come along and work on it or whatever. Who knows? You're already on to the next thing before someone else gets there first. <laughs> but why are different Christians upset by different things? <laughs> Well, it's very simple. Everyone else is dangerously misinformed. My friends, this is a great, a great little thing in the book that I love. My friends, there is no greater threat to your brand than someone who is upset at different things than you. They are obviously wrong. If those other issues were really that important, wouldn't you already be offended by them? It makes you think. Whenever I find a believer who is more offended than me, <laughs> I call that person woke, which is like saying, watch out, this Christian is a Democrat. <laughs> when you want to say, watch out, this Christian is a Republican, you call them Southern Baptist. That's, it's, that's so good. In recent years, a lot of people in the church have been arguing about woke Christians. This is because woke Christians are super downers about everything. No one wants them around because as soon as they see someone who is happy, <laughs> they just blurt out a bunch of disturbing facts until everyone is as oppressed as they are. <laughs> and do you even know how insufferable you have to be to be the Christian no one wants to hang out with? <laughs> <laughs> that's like being kicked out of your homeschool group because you love history too much shout out to Becca <laughs> not that she got kicked out <laughs> but if somebody did it would be her or being asked to leave your Baptist church because you bring too much fried chicken to the potluck but let's not bury the leader <laughs> the main issue that woke Christians love to talk about is race I don't know if I'm going to read this so <laughs> This is a major issue in Christianity, so of course I have a strong take. The more people who are listening, the louder your opinion needs to be. It's called brand optimization, folks. <laughs> Brothers, make no mistake, I too am in favor of race. <laughs> I guess there are some Christians out there who are against race or whatever. I really don't know what their whole deal is. When people disagree with me, that makes them toxic. And a big part of self-care is not subjecting myself to toxic things. Now that we've settled the issue of race in the church, 
let's bring up the other issue that woke Christians are always talking about. Abuse. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> As a thought leader, you must always be against abuse because it is very bad for your brand. <laughs> Try to avoid the following. Attacking your followers with nunchucks. Isolating your followers from family members so that you can attack them with nunchucks. Compound stuff. Directing your followers to attack your theological rivals with nunchucks. Compound sex stuff. Coveting. Compound sex stuff with nunchucks. (laughs) No. But... (laughs) As you had told me, I forgot what it was. But allow me to pray, devil's advocate. (laughs) What about the good abuses? Like, what about those times when you have to abuse someone for their own good? (laughs) You cannot put this in a book. (laughs) What about when you abuse someone in love? It's like I'm always telling the restoration committee... (laughs) If you do it in love, it can't be a sin. Love is the literal opposite of sin, unless you are loving sin, which is a gray area. And then the committee is always like, are you sure? (laughs) Reader, as an evangelical influencer, you have to be sure of yourself. Regular Christians will sometimes say things like, I might be wrong about this. I might be wrong? Guys, that sounds like doubt, and doubt is a sin, even if you do it in love. <laughs> this is too much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think you need to, um... <laughs> uh, I mean, you kind of hit on it, like, about how woke is, like, a bad word. To certain Christians. Like, they think it's, like, the biggest insult (laughs) that you could say to someone. Oh, it's just, this is great. It's like this, uh, I like this. We're just sort of editing the book in real time in front of everybody. (laughs) Uh, there's There's this tension that I feel, too, within Christianity of, like, we shouldn't make fun of people who are woke, but also people who are woke are pretty insufferable. So, it's like, I, you know, maybe don't, maybe, maybe don't come down too hard on them, but also, like, I don't want to sit at the table with them. <laughs> you have to build your own table. See, we do. Remember table. what Anne told us. <laughs> we are building our own table. Actually, at the FSBT conference, there won't be tables. There'll just be chairs spaced out, so nobody has to talk to anybody. COVID will be over, but we will all practice (laughs) social distancing. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so so what what, what do I need to take out of that? I don't know if you need to take anything out. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) There's not really any context to what you, like... So a lot of your jokes that you make, I, I know what the references are, but I don't really know what the reference could be to, like, abusing someone in love. Like, is there a, is there a real-life example where someone has tried to make that argument? Besides, like, the off-the-rails 
husbands who want to practice corporal punishment on their wives. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's that one kind of veers a little too close to... I don't know. Uh, yeah, that might need to... Might you know what I'm saying? Like, all your that. jokes, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I know exactly where he's pulling from for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. Sometimes it, it does veer a little too close to, like, <laughs> like what's... Or maybe, like, what's your... Are you, so you're saying, like, the joke isn't clear. Right. It's not really okay. clear, like, where it's coming from. So then it's kind gotcha. of like, are you trying to make a point? You know? <laughs> okay. This seems like seems like a lot of the jokes did land oh, pretty yeah. well. Okay. For sure. <laughs> Watch out. This Christian is a Democrat. <laughs> well, you know, I think, uh, I think we can safely in the episode now that we have uh, settled the issue of race in the church. I mean, honestly, I thought that we did that with our VeggieTales episode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. No, don't say it. Don't. <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> That so, was my fault. What was I thinking? I, I can't I get know. over that. I can't get over I mean, that I on, gave you that prompt. It's on Patreon. I mean, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not good. You're, <laughs> you're like nervous, hysterical laughing was, was pretty good on that. <laughs> where you're just enjoying it in the moment but also realizing that it was not going to be on the episode this is why matthews against cancel culture because he's like always millimeters away from getting canceled (laughs) (laughs) so that was good thank you for uh thank you for yeah editing that in front of everyone i'm sorry that i uh coughed 500 times you might regret (laughs) asking me to do that when you go back to edit no, this is uh so Casey's been been helping me with evangelical thought leader, which is really just a a preamble <laughs> to her ultimate introduction to the literary world with the liturgy of PMS. <laughs> oh man, the world is not ready. I cannot wait to get this done so we can we can we can turn the tables and then I can just help you with. <laughs> Liturgy of PMS. <laughs> Somebody actually wrote the real book. Not like that, but a real book about, uh, like, the theology of women's bodies or something. Was it John Piper? <laughs> no, it was an actual woman. <laughs> uh, well, what would she know? <laughs>
I should have done the balls tweet. 